Generation Dan, a weekly podcast of three different generations, and we have no joke intro. Caleb, you're freaking me out. I'm Atlas. I'm a millennial. Who else is with me? <laughs> Dino the Genetic Marvel. I'm your Gen Xer. Hi, I'm Caleb McDuff, and I'm your Zoomer for today. And our, our guest, uh, you've heard her on 302010 uh, from the Laser Time Network. Uh, she was with us before. Welcome back, Diana Goodman, everyone. Hello. Yes, also representing Generation X. Yeah. <laughs> but but also somehow boomer something i don't know like all of my taste it's, is like 30 years older than i am so it's very peculiar i'm finding that there are certain things like there are other gen xers where you're going you're not really gen x like you're dumb you're you don't qualify sorry you're younger than it just doesn't work for me but yeah. did your parents have you older or no no they were both 30 ish so yeah i, I don't know i I do think some of it I blame the VCR for because I we were the first people on our block with a VCR. That's how mm -hmm. cool we are. And they're old movie fans. And so they would just plop me down in front of old movies because they knew I there see. wouldn't be sex and violence and it's movies that they liked. And then I didn't know that those were old. And then I'd get oh. confused when like, oh, an award show, Gene Kelly comes out. And I'm like, what the hell? Ugh. What? How did you age 30 years? This What? Guys, have you have you seen uh, Casablanca? They're like, "What's Casablanca?" You're like, "I just saw it. It's new, right?" Mm. Oh, yeah, boy. pretty much. Like, well, oh. some movies are in black and white, and some are in color. I assume that is true in the theaters right now in 1980. Yeah. <laughs> See that that happened with me and music with my parents because they had me at 40, mm. um, and then my dad was just playing like you know ACDC, Iron Maiden, Rush, like just older bands and i got into those and then like i just kind of missed the train on the whole uh you know a lot of rap and hip-hop and stuff it just kind of wasn't so in case the audience so wasn't aware today on generation dan we're doing episode 497 of talking about old guys Feeling right at home, ladies and gentlemen. Pull up your pop tarts. Get out of freaking Tide Pod. Pop one in. Let's have a snacky, boys. Come on, we can relate to them. We're gonna prove today that these guys aren't as alone as they think they are, and that young guys can relate to old guys' shit. Because sometimes we don't have a fucking choice. Oh, good. This is. Oh God. <laughs> This is coming from the guy whose eyebrows are so pale that it looks like he has no eyebrows. <laughs> oh, you got me. You got me, dude. Where's my eyebrows? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> you got to draw him in. More and more dramatic. Yeah. Go, go full, like, drag queen divine eyebrows. Let's, let's be very All the way up to your hairline and back down. This entire I got a pink highlighter. Yeah, there you go. Look, that could be a good look. Realistically, this entire time Caleb hasn't had a uh, headboard for his uh, bed, and that was obviously an easier uh, thing to attack him on than his eyebrows. He also has a mustache, which, granted, it's a decent mustache, but he doesn't have a long enough upper lip for it to look like that's a mustache. Yeah, it so, looks like the mustache is the lip, right? Yeah, exactly, right? And so you're going like, but you chose eyebrows, which realistically, Alice, as we've heard over the last couple of weeks, 
hair is not something you should joke about. Apparently, people take it very seriously. That's they true. will attack your face. It's very All right, well, now I'm going to look angry for the rest of the episode. It's your fault, Atlas. They're colored in neon pink, which matches your hat. It does. If anything, it brings out your eyes. Yeah. I like it. I'm just trying to accessorize a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of expand my avenues creatively as a person, just using myself as a vessel. Exactly. Be That's the artwork. Like someone's trying to figure out which tattoo to get next. <laughs> also, <laughs> Caleb, Breast Cancer Awareness Month is in October. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, but it's never too late to be an ally. Okay. <laughs> okay. Also, for people who have that, you know, it's about that time to, to get movie tonight. Everyone. What am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? I have to be in public after this. <laughs> If we can get him to do this every week without him realizing, (laughs) we would die happy. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, uh, since Diane has been here, we are now uh, asking our guests uh, four questions, three at the start, one at the end. Yes. All right. That first one. What is an embarrassing song from your playlist? Okay, this is an easy call. I have a weird interest in industrial shorts and music, okay. and uh, I immediately thought realized I know exactly which one it is. I can send it to you. It is a song from a 1973 album made by General Electric, entirely about their silicon production, called Got to Investigate Silicon. And there is a song called Sand, and it's about how sand is magical, and we can use it to make all kinds of silicone products. And I just unironically love this song. Okay. So, Sand. <laughs> 1973. Someone should uh, should play this song from Hayden Christensen and be like, look at it! <laughs> Listen to it! <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Manufacturing Dan. Only, uh, only it on gets everywhere, all right? Mm-hmm. That is, yeah. But an, the great people at GE are taking the sand, and they're turning it into silicone, which is made from sand. That's one of the lyrics. Yeah. Are you serious? Like literally that? That's <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is a great way to point out that people have lost their skills of being artists. Like that is a certain. You need a certain amount of skill to be able yes. to say, you know what? I'm going to make a song about sand and the merits on the industrial modern world. And you're going, <laughs> how do you make that a sand buddy? And he goes, don't worry. I got me some talent. And that yeah. didn't that And happen. it's like, it there's the, the singer is really good. The orchestration's very nice. And it's like, like they put work into this stuff. I recommend them. The documentary bathtubs over Broadway came out a couple of years ago okay. from a, a writer on Letterman who used to collect these albums because yeah, back in the day when you have like the big corporate event, this is something would be like a giveaway. Like they would do a big stage production about, you know, getting excited for the next fiscal year and they would give out the albums because they put all that work into it. Okay. And so there's a whole cool. documentary about like singing songs about your bathroom and <laughs> all kinds of, I you know, they... like singing songs about cars and yeah. It's great. I think they predicted a very different future than what actually ended up happening. You know, <laughs> like, I feel like it was very Jetson esque, like where like yeah. me, George, Jetson. you know, like I feel like we missed out on a whole uh, possibility. And uh, hold on. I'm going to see if general electrics on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is on YouTube. The, the whole album. I found it. 
Yeah, okay. got to oh. investigate silicone. Got got to investigate silicone. That's. I yeah. feel like there are some young people that may have clicked on that and uh, <laughs> not realized. You know. <laughs> Wait, General Electric is dead ass on SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> like they got mixtapes and shit, dude. Yes. <laughs> okay. The future is now. Ooh, ooh! I love that corporate gas, dude. Give me a (laughs) diss on freaking Whirlpool while you're at it. (laughs) Oh my god! Wow, this is a. Okay, this this is is sea shanties all over again. Yes, sea shanties all over again. Is it gets in the hands of some some Gen Z little guy, and he's like, you know what? I'm changing music, and you're like, okay, now everyone's gonna start singing sea shanties again, and now you have people talking about their refrigerators, and you know what? There's some guy who's gonna upgrade it to like the refrigerator that electronically updates your shopping list. That's yeah. gonna be an entire verse. <laughs> what have you done, Diana? What have you done? I don't know. I gotta my say, though, are pink, and I'm ready to drop some heat. <laughs> My worst, my least favorite genre of refrigerator are the ones where, like, they, it's not clear to see inside. They have, like, li- like literally um, the, like, images that update. So you have to open to see if there's anything in there. That's like some, hmm. some oh my God, imagine opening your refrigerator stores. to discover its contents, dude. What the fuck? Listen, I mean, I'm in just, like a grocery store, you know what I mean? Genre of refrigerator is definitely uh, a band possibly- name. Well, the title of this episode, because... Yes, yes, definitely. I feel like, yeah, you know, realistically, you just moved in with your ladies, and I'm old, Diana has a, is painting a home, like, we're all into it, and then Caleb's like, I got a mini fridge, two of them, <laughs> stacked on top of each other. <laughs> I got a fridge that looks like a giant Red Bull can. Wow. Okay, there you go. That's like the one from the gas station. It literally is the one from the gas station. Don't ask me how I got it. <laughs> no. <Nah, nah. laughs> Hey, hey, we listen. I'm no snitch. I wouldn't ask you. If anything, <laughs> I'd be like, hey, I got a guy that can move that. Take off any serial numbers on that. Just so you know. Okay? <laughs> He's I, a traveling handyman. <laughs> I think that's the way we should go. Because, like, so many fancy homes, they're like, they hide the refrigerator, like, mm. blend it in with the cabinets. No, no, no. Make it look like a Red Bull can. Make it as big and crazy as possible. And keep yes. only marijuana products in it. Let's go. Welcome <laughs> yeah. to the Zuma generation. Yeah, but, fuck wine fridges. <laughs> you know what though? Like, it's definitely coming where someone's gonna be like, "Oh, my refrigerator is actually shaped like a dining room table." You're like, what? Why is? You're like, we don't use it as a dining room table. Actually, where the dining room table is is a doorway through a fridge. And you're like, that's not a thing. But it's, everything's gonna be backwards. It only seems reasonable. Oh my goodness, I can't wait to listen to that entire album of SoundCloud. <laughs> like, honestly? It's going to be a long night. It's going to be a long night. We're going to smoke a joint and like, chill out to this? Or well, I'm already a little bit high, and that's only going to get worse from here. Right? So, <laughs> it's... That's just going to... Oh, It depends. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Dino, Bobby Oliver, Bobby Oliver from one of our episodes wanted me to tell you that she thinks you rip on yourself too much, and the new drinking game is every time Dino calls himself a giant or something similar, take a shot and be wasted by the end of the episode. Oh no, people might get hurt if they do this. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am an artiste, sir, and part of that my art is making fun of me. That's I'm horrible, but everyone else is even worse. 
but I wait to the end to do that. It's like, look how bad I am, and you're worse. Ha ha! I've duped you once again. You fool! It's, yeah, it's fantastic. That's it. All right. Let's do the second question. It's a perfect segue. I'm an adult. You can't stop me. What's something you like to do because you're a grown-up and no one could say otherwise? The current trending answer is smoking reefer. That's mm. yeah. no. That this. I feel like it's um, not eating an actual meal, just snacking until I'm not hungry anymore. Oh, okay. And then when I'm hungry, I just snack some more, and you can't stop me. Whatever. I I ate Cheez Its for half an hour. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that's, now I'm not hungry anymore, so I'm just going to call that a meal, I guess. I Sorry, guess that was Dr. lunch. Ross is calling me right now. He's pissed. I'm going to put him <laughs> on like, hold for now, but you might have a stir talking to at some point. Yes. <laughs> I don't have to have a meal. I can just eat until I'm not hungry anymore. I yeah. feel like, if anything, this... that's like living a charcuterie life. You're like, oh no, I just Ooh. nibble throughout my life. It's very exciting. Yeah. Also a possible episode title. Uh, living mm. that charcuterie life. Uh, <laughs> oh, People okay. will just well, hate on that name. Just for yeah, the fact. That's true. They say that like eating smaller but more frequent meals is like good for your metabolism. But, I don't know. I just... I. I'll be honest, if I could just walk around with an IV and not have to bother eating again, that would be so nice. Mm. Uh, but you would, because you're fat, just like yeah. I am. Okay? Yeah. And, well, no, not like I am, but you know what I mean. You also have too much. <laughs> so, ultimately, you're still going to eat. You're gonna, oh, I got all my nutrients here. I'm still going to eat some pizza. Why? Because pizza is delicious. Yeah. I mean, it's a uh, like, little-known fact. Uh, the Rolling Stones painted black is because uh, they were getting fat and they didn't want anyone to see their um, so they wore black clothes, and <laughs> I'm making that up off the top of my head. <laughs> I believed you. Yeah. No. yeah. I can't believe well, that was believable. <laughs> you lost me at Rolling Stones, but it's all good. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> I was just going to say, no one's looking for confirmation that Caleb is, you know, he'll find the truth. I feel like that's not. Caleb. You know, someone will look at you and go, hey. Nah, you know that song know. moves like Jagger? That's the guy from the Rolling Stones. <laughs> there you go. He's in. Uh, so he goes like, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> and that's yeah, that's accurate. That's, the guy? that's pretty, uh... Oh. Hmm. Oh, God, are we going to get copyright strikes? No, you too! <laughs> oh! I think if you're the one singing it, you're okay. It's oh, just cool. if you play the music, it's... Oh, the... well, I mean, it, you know, when I sing it, the algorithm gets a little confused. Because you know the pitches are just like so in sync with one another, but I think we'll be. Why the fuck does he have pink eyebrows? I don't understand. Copyright strike. <laughs> that might actually be a more convincing argument. Let's be honest. Like, listen, he's displaying a certain image that I believe is meant to, you know, deceive. communicate that I'm in dire need of mental health counseling. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> Right. Oh no! I that's a, that's a constant these days. <laughs> We're all, we all need people to talk. You know what? Yes. The idea of of not talking has gone too far. We all need someone to talk to. That's it. And someone who's not going to be like, "Hey, man, you're a bit of a slut." Just go. You know what? No, I'm just, you know, going through a thing. That's fine. That's okay. You know, you shouldn't have judgment. <laughs> I can't wait to go to my therapist's office and have him call me a slut for 90 minutes. 
<laughs> that might wow. be good for you, though. I don't know, man. Let's listen. Even worse would be if he snuck it in at the end. He's like, okay, we're going to wrap up for today, you fucking slut. And uh, I'll see you next time. <laughs> Oh, all right. I think we that should normalize question. that, though. That's what? The... <laughs> Calling people sluts? Yeah, you know what? Just like I, I was talking to a guy who's like, "Oh yeah, I did, went on this trip and everything." I'm like, "Guy, you're a bit of a slut, eh? Like, you just, you know, made me yeah. tighten it up a little bit." I don't, don't, don't slut shame people. I mean, all right. What was the first time you felt like a grown up? Wow, this is super random, but it was the first thing that came into my head. So I'm going with that answer. In about 2000, way back in the year 2000. I graduated college. I had my own place. I had a job. Got home from the job on the bus. Got in, turned on the news, and it was right when California were starting to have rolling blackouts. And oh. I was like, oh, I should bread probably cook dinner now so I'll have it if the power goes out. And for some mm -hmm. reason, that is the moment where I feel like you're a grown-ass adult right now. <laughs> you just had a very boring day at a very boring job and now you're like, oh, yeah, alright, I guess I gotta heat up my rice then. <laughs> did yeah. you get affected by said rolling blackout or did you just dodge it? No, I don't think we did, but they, oh. they were warning. Enron! <laughs> you know what? That's a pretty decent answer. Smartest guys in the room. You guys see that documentary? Mm. That's a good one. That's a good one. No. Yeah. Which one is that? Is that it's the? About, it's about Enron. It's about the oh yeah. Yeah. There was a power outage. We couldn't see each other. Those we should. They should just all die. Like let's be honest. Like that's you're just like listen. We all know you're lying, right? Like mm -hmm. it's it's ridiculous. I was thinking about this the other day. Like the like you'll see videos of like you know some like rich guy who's like yeah so i like buying houses with cash so i can make money blah, 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 blah. Yeah. and then the and then he gets vilified in the comments because duh and he's like why why are people mad and like i'm thinking that like it's okay to hit people in the face like that <laughs> or just like yeah. a, a, ajit pai the guy who uh, helped kill net neutrality in the u.s um net neutrality being that all uh internet companies have to treat all traffic the same versus uh when it's you know not a thing they can like throttle speed in more rural areas uh right. yeah yeah so he's and incredibly punchable yeah it's like what and for what what are you doing this for probably some millionaires can have even more money yeah you know mm -hmm. there's one one good bop in the nose from every human being yeah i mean we've said this everyone? Episodes, but everyone yeah. everyone should get punched in the face at least everyone gets once yeah. <laughs> you can't punch him twice yeah. Once you punched him once, I feel like you're that's done. a cycle, though. Like every six months, you get to punch one person, mm. no charges whatsoever. You know? Oh, that's pretty good. Because then, like, realistically, the, the line outside Mitch McConnell's office goes down the block. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, though. Like, yeah. realistically, how long and how long do you have time to recover between punches? I feel like some people would turn that into a career. Maybe. Or just like by the end of that, he just looks like at the end of Rocky. Adrian! So I do have a logistical question about this proposition. Let's say I'm in the gym working with like some elastics on like my shoulders. And then it all of a sudden snaps. And then I punch myself in the face. Is that my punch for the six months? Oh. I think the punch has to count as a chargeable offense. Mm. Right? So that's the whole idea is that you can't be uh, prosecuted. Okay. for it 
right? So punching yourself in the face wouldn't count because you can still punch, but the one that would result, you can like, it's your freebie is what we're talking about. So, which it's not like people don't punch in general, because let's be honest, there would be an entire underground market of people who would sell their free punches. Oh, Interesting. That's true. I think I'm a bad person because I just made that into an economy of itself. That would kind of make me horrible. Where, like, you, you, you go up and you show them the cart, Jimmy says hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's true. So Could you hire someone to do the punch for you? Because I got noodle arms. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. But if I can ask someone to do the punch for me. There's. Hmm. There's a comic strip that I watch on Instagram uh, called Elder Cactus. I've sent it to uh, you, Alice, and Kayla before. And one of my favorites is this guy. It's a guy who looks like a, you know, 1920s gangster. Like trench coat, large brim hat. uh, And he's bent over. He's going, oh, my God, my butthole. Oh, my God, oh, my butthole. Oh, my God, I'm in so much pain. Oh, my God. And somebody comes over and is like, oh, my God, can I help you? And the, the guy stands up and goes, Tony Lazuda says hello. Bang! And shoots him. And then two guys watching are like, he's used that trick on like 15 people already. Because <laughs> he's an assassin for Tony Lazuda. And it's this whole <laughs> series. I'm like, listen, it only makes sense that you would be able to transfer your punches to other people in the same fashion. Like, you hire a puncher. Also, that would be an entire underground economy. Because mm-hmm. it'd be technically, it'd be a barter. I am putting the punch economy on my uh, ongoing list of band names. <laughs> the punch economy. The punch Wait, economy. that's actually kind of fire. Hold on. Punch right? Punchonomics? Punchonomics. <laughs> hey, there uh, was Reaganomics, and now Punchonomics. Pow, pow. Trickle I down mean, these fists, son. <laughs> trickle down these fists. Yes, that's exactly what it should happen. Uh, let's see. Other other highlights from that include Toxic Hamster Wheel, Restrained Vengeance, and the Audacity of This Bitch. But there are many <laughs> others. All good, reasonable. They, those those definitely sound like uh, Christian rock bands. The audacity <laughs> of this, this bitch. bitch for a Christian rock band. Praise Jesus, but the they're audacity. Edgy. They're they're edgy. They're an edgy Christian rock band. <laughs> an edgy Christian rock band. I didn't go to bed before seven. <laughs> And it was a Saturday. Uh, oh. or, or, or he's just talking about like how Jesus was Jewish. Or just the, the, the whole thing. No, Ron Hubbard was a black man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this the last supper was a Passover Seder. <laughs> yeah. Oh I God. love when people and listen, and that was so it was it was yesterday and everything, and people were like, Oh, what were you like? Because I celebrate it, but at the same time, it's like people who don't know that you're like, you know, that's the whole basis of like most religions at this point, right? It's very weird. Mm, I don't know. So I, I've seen a lot of stuff from Jewish Twitter talking about Christians taking over Passover, sure. and absolutely like, turning it into uh, Jesus is the sacrificial lamb, and that's why we eat lamb. And it's like, I of all of the holidays, you can't. I see there's overlap. Like yes, yeah. you can you can bring Passover into like Easter or Good Friday stuff, sure. But like, don't just make shit up. <laughs> like, yeah. No, because there's a specific you, you day. You can ask. You can yeah. like. There's a lot of Jews around. You can just ask them yeah. what you're doing, and they're probably going to say, "Stop it." 
<laughs> Have you not taken everything from us already? We've been through enough, goddammit. <laughs> Fun fact, actually, in Scotland, for the biblical interpretation of Jesus being the sacrificial lamb, they actually had to change it to the sacrificial cattle because lambs are too sexually explicit in Scotland. <laughs> I can't tell if he's kidding. <laughs> of course he's kidding! It's pretty on the line. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be our last episode. We're getting canceled after this. <laughs> we should probably go into the topic proper. But like. Look, there's a lot of weird Scottish traditions. I'm just going to say, yeah, sure, that makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. I'm Greek. I know. There's mm. all sorts of historical inaccuracies that are uh, indulged upon. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> all right. Why don't we talk about some movies? <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Diana had idea for the topic, so the story of storytelling. Yes. Um, which, which I don't even know how you would start that. Like Bad. realistically, how do you start the idea of, like, start in the beginning? Yeah. Well, I know I was going to say that, but I'm like, that's a horrible way to start this. You know, in the beginning. Ah, okay. It's weird. It's definitely weird. But. Well, it's, I guess it would start with, since there's been verbal, verbal what stories just handed down through the ages, right? Like if things yeah. get exaggerated, but it's still a story. It's a mythology or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. At what time do you does something gain credit to be like history? Right? It's weird. You can like, sell merch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you always have, like, you know, offshoot, because it's always, you know, it's a giant game of telephone. So you have people changing things like, a good example of history kind of warping, depending where you go, is Kaiser and Tsar are both based on the word Caesar, because everyone had a boner for the Roman Empire, so you just have it, like, offshooting based on the language and stuff, so... With stories and things like that. Like, the hero's journey, when I was learning about that in school, it, it was all like, all right, so examples include Harry Potter, uh, The Matrix, uh, <laughs> Star Wars, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, Pick someone there. in the Bible. There's something in there. Yeah. It's fine. Even yeah. from some perspectives, even the bad guys. You're like, oh, well, all right. Sure. Job is my homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the moral of that story is sometimes God's a dick. I, I've never understood that particular story. I feel story. like everyone gets screwed in the end. Like, that's pretty much how it's going to go. So The only question is, is which end? Mm. Both. <laughs> Definitely both. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Well, that's okay. So, realistically, yeah. this leads into the the beginning. Like, what the old your oldest favorite movie? Yeah. Or would we should we go with just story in general? Maybe because like I remember you guys saying this on what was it thirty twenty ten maybe where mm -hmm. it was a favorite movie from before you were born. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I I like adapting that to oldest favorite movie because like okay, there's a lot of really good movies I can name that are ridiculously old but it's like they're not my favorite but what is the one that's like oh yeah that's like I've seen that 20 times that's comfort food yeah it's yeah. always interesting to hear people's answers because there's, there's, sometimes there's just really random ones it's like 
when did you even see that? Like, what are you talking about? Okay, you loved it? Awesome! We can talk about yeah. it now. <laughs> yeah, it's a good icebreaker. Definitely. Um, Katie and I have this uh, th these two posters that we got for, what was it, Christmas? Where it, it's uh, like, you know, 190s movies, 180s movies bucket list, and then when you when you watch it, you're supposed to scratch off the thing, and it's got a little picture. And, like, mm -hmm. we, uh, we've seen a lot of these movies on our own, but we've only scratched off things that we see together. So, so far we got Airplane, Field of Dreams, The Sixth Sense, Mrs. Doubtfire, and Ten Things I Hate About You. Um, and that's all, like, just we've seen together. I'm having I'm having a moment, the fact that those are all things that came up while I've been alive, so... Sorry, guy. Uh, uh, yeah, I heard a little bit, and I feel, I feel personally attacked. Did I, yeah, <laughs> did I see all of those in the theaters? I might have seen all of those in the theaters. Yeah, yeah. And that doesn't Airplane make me feel we watched good. on our first date. So okay, no wait. Airplane, I did not. You're right. Yeah. Okay. When, er, airplane came out. 80? 1980. Yeah. 1980. Okay. Mm, yeah. So my like parents went to go see it four times. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. I feel like 1994 should be a significant, like when the internet started, before internet and after internet. Because mm. I'll tell you, that's people, the year I was born. So uh... yeah, <laughs> you might be techno Jesus. I also, like, a lot of really good movies came out in 1994. Jurassic Park, Pulp Fiction, like, lot, lots yeah, of Very low expectations and very, very non-existent CGI. Look up Dire Straits Money for Nothing, and you'll see the CGI <laughs> we had. Dude. It was dude. not, it was not conducive to, you know. We, well, we used to play that in the band I was in, but also... Uh, the like It was my mom's like favorite music video. So like when we were playing it, she's like, "You have to watch it because it's so ridiculously terrible." Uh, <laughs> it's it's guy, and it was like cutting edge at some point. Yeah. I'll tell you, it, it was, was so a dull cool. blade. It was not like well, I was, I definitely yeah. had that like video games when I was a kid, like when they would come out on GameCube or N sixty four. I was like the cutting edge of three D, and then I, I go back and look at it now. I'm like Sonic Adventure. What happened? <laughs> yeah, so reference I understand. Yes, yeah, 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 yes, yes. I'm in it, baby. I'm in it. All right. We're Talking back, about dude. old guy shit. <laughs> we all fell into that trap. We all yeah, fell definitely. into the trap. Um, let's see. But to answer the question of like best movie, best favorite old movie, I got a POB right back. Okay, I feel like the easy answer is... What he's going to go Google something like, what year was that? Oh, no, it's... <laughs> he's 100%. Yeah, he's... Yeah, that's fair. Um, like, Wizard of Oz is too easy, I think. Um, yeah, that's um, that's a good one. 1939, that is an old-ass yeah, movie. Yeah, that is an old-ass movie. Because my, my parents always told me when I was a kid, like, you see how it's black and white at the beginning and in color? That's when the world shifted from black and white. <laughs> And I believed it for the longest time. Um, hmm. Your family was mean. Sunset Boulevard. That's my answer. Ooh. Yeah. That's a good answer. That's 50, I think? 1950? Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I went on a little bit of a old movie TV show kick when I was in college because there was this guy... I worked for. He was building a get like a guest house for himself, and I was helping with the construction. And he would, at the end of each day, 
make me watch an episode of Perry Mason or Gunsmoke with him on the clock. I was getting paid for doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, all right. I like, I liked it. The, the, you know, they're good shows, but it was just funny that I'm like, I'm getting paid for this. Motherfucker. Like, <laughs> okay. And guys. that led you to Sunset Boulevard somehow? Well, no, because like he, you know, had he's like, go watch this at home. Go watch oh. Sunset Boulevard, and then you got homework. <laughs> it wasn't like it, it wasn't like if you don't watch it, you're fired. He was just like, I recommend this. Go watch it. I'm like, well, I'm enjoying Gun, you know, Gunsmoke and Perry Mason. Why, why not? Like, maybe it I was the I'm getting paid for this confetti that. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Sunset Boulevard. That's my answer. That's that story is a lot weirder than your answer. It is. It your is. answer is <laughs> totally weird. normal. Be like, okay, yeah, sure. Weird fucking guy. Also, uh, he would call me like I jokingly started calling him Hair, whatever his last name is, uh, like to make fun of him because you you know. Um, and, he, and, he, and he dug it. He dug it. That's a little uncomfortable for the times. <laughs> Childhood friend of my mom's. That's how I like. You know, that doesn't make it better, man. <laughs> oh no, definitely. Because she told me she told me stuff about when he was a kid, and I was like, <laughs> But you know, money's money, and he wasn't killing anybody. So listen, look. <laughs> okay, that's not how you deal with that kind of stuff. <laughs> you try and downplay it instead of saying, "Well." He was paying for it, so it's not. Oh, have I ever held back before? You you know me by now. Like, fine. I, do, your I find answer. it very entertaining. I, well, you know what? I don't really uh, have a good answer for that. Like, we weren't uh, very. Like, I had a love for movies later on in life. Yeah. Uh, like it wasn't until I could go to the theater and stuff, on the, and it was usually at friends' houses. We wouldn't do that because we were just uh, very focused on uh, reading the Bible and things like that, like in public speaking and those kind of things were were a lot more of my childhood than uh, everyone else, right? So, like, we didn't really like same with music. Like, it was it was you had to be very. Um, well, secretive of what you were listening to because if your parents mm. found out that that had a swear word in it, that thing's getting broken. You're like, oh, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, like, but what about yeah. now? I mean, you've I'm, you've got favorite movies now, right? Yeah, but I tend. You've to, heard well, of movies? I, I have heard of the moving pictures. Uh, they are. Yeah. You know, they right. talk now and everything. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't Amish. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, so it was um, like, but I, I always enjoyed, uh, it's not movies that were from before I was born, like other than uh, what was, oh, I want to say like Lawrence of Arabia and stuff like that. Like, but I don't remember, I don't remember it. Like, that's the thing is, I remember I've seen it. I remember I really enjoyed it. But at the same time, I know how much of a bastard I am. And there's a very good chance I'm lying to myself about how good it was to distract myself from something else. I know I'm a little bit crazy. Well, 
a lot. Was crazy, it just to appease, right, right, where you pretend to like something so people don't go, what? Like, yeah, well, listen, I've been fat for a very long time, so I'm like, hey, I'm funny and a good time. You know, that's that's my that's my go-to, man. So I'm like, I'm always, like, having a great time. Ask him and love your new friends. They're everyone's great, you know? So that's why people like having me around. Then they realize I'm a horrible person because I will just tell them go fuck themselves like i don't care now i'm just i'm just i'm just dead inside because of comedy it's great <laughs> caleb do you have an answer or what my favorite old people movie yeah <laughs> um, sure just let it let them have it let them have it. That's fucking fair. Stuart little this <laughs> makes me want to die that's mm-hmm. worse that did come oh. out before i was born though oh dickhole <laughs> So... I have never seen that, and you know what? On principle, because I was like, no, no, I'm not watching that movie. And now, doubly so, I'm like, I want nothing to do with it. In, in my universe, it doesn't even exist. That's, I think that's a fine movie, but um, it's not even 25 years old. Every time I fart, I ask the people around me if there's a mouse on a motorcycle somewhere. <laughs> Diana, what's your insurance going to be like? I, it's tough because I kind of want to like be a total dick and go with like Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, which is more than a hundred years old. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is a fun movie, and I've seen it a bunch of times, and I will rewatch it just about any time. But honestly, it's Adventures of Robin Hood from 1938, the uh, okay. the Arrow Flynn Robin Hood, which is like seriously the basis for every other Robin Hood movie. Mm-hmm. They all just rip it off. Yeah. It is so much fun. It's like really colorful. It's got awesome sword fights. It's got just like ridiculous score by a guy who studied with Wagner. Um, And it's like, you can put little kids in front of it to this day. And it's like, the movie's almost 90 years old, man. And yeah, they would totally be like, that was great. And also Earl Flynn, where you're like, he's just gorgeous. You're like, okay, what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah, and Olivia de Havilland, she's just like, I don't know what is going on where she's like, she's never looked more gorgeous, which is like, mm-hmm. she's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. What the fuck? Why isn't everyone talking about this? See, okay, this is the weird thing is like, when people were gorgeous a long time ago, you were like, man, gorgeous, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's like muddied water where you're kind of going, wait, maybe you're lying. I'm not sure. <laughs> Get me a trowel and a heat lamp. I want to see if any of this comes off. Well, yeah, because you know they didn't have Instagram filters back then and stuff, so like it, like you had to kind of put up or shut up, right? Listen, so, if yeah. someone had an Instagram filter back then, they would be called a witch and burned at the stake. Like that's what's gonna happen, <laughs> right? Like you don't look like this. You're a liar. Some sort yeah. of witchcraft. Right? Yeah, they have to do it the old-fashioned way. Just smear some Vaseline on the lens, so you have sort of that glow. <laughs> there they, you go. That's literally what they do. It worked. <laughs> What about that second one? Hmm? The second question. Um, the, second the second question. question? Oh, best ensemble cast. Best ensemble cast. Um, does it necessarily have to be a movie where it's an ensemble like? I don't cast, think or so. Is it just like best cast overall. Yeah, like was the 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 best? I, I don't know why I was thinking about this, but it's just the best assemblage of people all in one place, all in like the same movie or TV show. TV show throws another wrench in it. TV like, show throws another wrench in, but honestly, I like can never get over how good the cast of Clue is. Oh yeah, that is like, pretty good. That's kind of what I'm yeah. thinking about. It's like each one of those per- people is a freaking all star. 
and you've got them all in one place. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yep. I don't know. The first thing that popped into my head when the question was asked was Back to the Future, but I don't think that's necessarily the... That's pretty good. Everybody is on fire in that, too. It's yeah. like the best work any of them ever did, so... Mm -hmm. mm. Breakfast Club? Breakfast Club. Mm. See, there's a lot of movies yeah. like that where it was like they weren't famous like and also too like what back in the day even if you were a movie star like 50 50 you were still poor right like there was a chance <laughs> that you weren't like super cool and then like it starts to transition where it's like oh if you're in movies you got bills like you it's gonna be yeah. right so yeah hmm. there's a lot of old stuff too and but there's also a lot of new stuff too right so I, I doodled it. First thing that popped up, Tropic Thunder. Oh. <laughs> Damn. No, we're just going to forget is... about a Muppet's Christmas Carol. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's true. There's a case for, for like at least the first three or four Muppet movies. There's so many people in the original Muppet movie. And like now you practically have to pause it and explain, okay, kids, so look, that's that's Edgar Bergen, and he was a ventriloquist, and he was, he was famous. All right, here we go. Okay, kids, let's pause again. That's Richard Pryor. So, Richard Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go, that's Jason Siegel. You know him. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, uh, what was the one that was out just a little while ago? Uh, the something murders summer. Mm. What? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Only murders in the building? The no, no, I saw world. that. That no, was exactly great. what you're talking oh, about. Summertime, like happy time murders. Happy time, yeah. Like happy time murders. That that was actually really wild. Where it's like, you know what? Like, puppets aren't oh, as bad as like puppeteers make them out to be. I feel like you know, uh, someone's like, I have a puppet. You're like, no, absolutely mm -hmm. not. But when you watch, you know, something cool like that, you're like, oh, that's pretty wild. First yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Hmm. Not really. Johnny Depp. Orlando Bloom, Jeffrey Rush, Keira Knightley. That's pretty good. Shred 2? And that's early 2000s Johnny Depp before he goes completely off the rails. Caleb, uh, what did you just say? I think he, I think Shrek 2, he's got a good argument, actually. Oh, they bring yeah. in, they bring in Cleese and Julie Andrews, man. Come on. Yeah. And Antonio Banderas. And Antonio Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a good answer. Right. Shrek 2 is a good answer. I think that's actually a good answer. Yeah. Young guy's got some shit up his sleeve. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's a, that is definitely one of the best sequels of all time. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's um, one of those sequels that actually is, does. I think it made more money than the original, right? I think so. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Or uh, I, I don't know if you guys have seen Sonic Two yet, but I enjoyed the heck out of it. That's uh, <laughs> another reference. I understand, and it's also <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. The best yes! part is he blew a puff of smoke before saying. That. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try. Like, if ever the dichotomy between us, generationally speaking, yeah. was ever more apparent than this episode. Yeah. Like my eyebrows are literally pink. My nails are painted. I got the dangly earrings and I'm blowing vape yeah. smoke talking about Shrek. <laughs> Christ. Well, like Caleb and I were raised on 3D Sonic and Dino and Diana <clears throat> was not, right? Nope. Yeah. So like the like the best Sonic I, game, in my opinion, is Sonic Adventure 2. I, you know what, man? Yeah. 
I have it. I have an emulator hooked up to my 65-inch TV screen, and I'll play yeah. Sonic, and he's like, this big. And I'm like, yeah. I don't give a shit. This game sucks. I'm just going to play the shit out of it, because I love it. I love yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think my answer is Back to the Future, just off of, like, major reaction. So, Yeah. That's, like, look, there's also a, a lot of stuff that, uh, like, we're not getting, like, the cast of Harry Potter... Um, oh, that's like, pretty good. The first well, one, like just any of them, or like the first one, or what? I am a fan of Richard Harris, and I really okay. enjoyed. Uh, I enjoy him as a character, but even like him in the Count of Monte Cristo, you're like, there's a certain, like I feel like ensemble cast has nothing to do with fame or credits. It really comes down to how much of a team these people like oh, how yeah. much they actually get along right like that's mm -hmm. where like you see the interviews for like uh a lot of the groups uh for, for their marvel movies where they're all like talking about having lunch together and going out and doing this like they they made themselves into a team and that immediately trans over into their rapport between yeah. each other, right? And the same thing with Clue, where you're like, you're kind of stuck in a house <laughs> filming. Like, it's a great story, and it's so topsy turvy that you have to know not just your part, but everyone else's part as well. And and also, Tim Curry's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. Martin Mull's so, Colonel Mustard. Yeah, just e everybody. So, yeah, Harry Potter is a good answer because there's that's, that's a deep bench of a lot of British character actors that it's like, yeah. Like the guy who plays his uncle, he's been working for a million years and he's always good. He is total yeah. like a hey, it's that guy, Richard Griffiths. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I I actually can't all three kids really, for all the kids end yeah. up doing a great job. I actually really hate the first Harry Potter movie. I didn't like it at all. And I rewatched it and I've tried and no, nah, not until it, three. At three, they pick up for me, and then I like them. But yeah, I think it, I, it, they just had to establish, like you, you know, it's not going to be the best. Also, Chris yeah. Columbus. Yeah, this. exactly. Uh, but but the casting, damn, damn. I gotta say yeah. though, I, I I found out that uh, Chris Columbus wanted to direct all of them, and they stopped him after two. And I'm, <laughs> I I just imagine, uh, <laughs> like so at, at the end of the second one where Hagrid comes back and. He says the cheesy ass like, "There's no Hogwarts without you, Hagrid," and then they hug. I'm just imagining like if he did all eight movies at the end of the Battle of Hogwarts, they're like, "There's no Hogwarts without your your twin dead." Like, just, <laughs> like, just super fucked up. Sorry, hey man, uh, that's that. But that's one of those movies where like it it's lasted such a long time that it's it's you know gone over to other generations and stuff when you're seeing things from a very different perspective, right? Like, how many years? It was like 10 years that uh, they knew, like, or longer? Which is like, insane. Right? Yeah. 2001 to 2011, right? Yeah. Ah. And even, like, and the Marvel movies, you're like, 20 years? Are you guys mental? Like, come on. It's a lot of those people. It's, I'm surprised that everyone stayed alive, let's be honest, because... We've all seen pictures of those guys late at night. And they're like, "Hey, what's up, everybody? Want some magic?" And you're like, "Whoa, that's <laughs> some Dad, what?" Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure Maggie Smith actually is magical. Oh well, because... she was going through chemo during the last yeah. one. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, like she was, she was like almost dead during part of it, and then you find out how much of a badass character she has, and you're like, "Oh," and she's, and she's like, "I must stay alive so I can summon the statues." <laughs> yep. Well, her but, there's 
Sorry, like I've, I'm, there's like I've seen movies of from her from like the late '60s, early '70s, and it's like she's the same. She, she yeah, just she, looks younger, but it's like she always had like pissed off seventy-five-year-old energy. <laughs> oh yeah, like she she looked younger, but not by a lot. Like, mm. like huh? And that's she, a, and I, she and I are kind, kindred spirits then, because I am the youngest old person you'll ever meet. Also, <laughs> that is fact. So I get old, then I'm just an old person. And you have sweaters in randomly placed areas where you frequent. Let's be honest. Mm. You're that kind of person. I'm wearing a dad sweater right now, so. Uh, it might get chilly. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> sitting next to the AC in my apartment, so it is chilly. Oh, you're going to catch a cold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, wait, back to the future. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah. Like, I think Harry Potter's a good argument, man. Harry Potter. Shrek yeah. 2. Yeah. Shrek 2 is. Yeah. Shrek 2. Yeah, I would even go with what's the um, uh, the Austin Powers movies, oh, <laughs> which are mostly just you know, him. But at the same time, it's hilarious. Mostly Mike Myers. I I grew up with Jay Roach's son. Like he was one of my really? best friends growing up. Yeah, um, and I kind of like didn't know the cultural significance of it all when I was a little kid. Like I just, you know, hey, you made Austin Powers. I like Austin Powers, but I didn't realize how like deep it ran. And then also, his mom is Susanna Hoffs from the Bengals. So, oh shit! Yeah. What? Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'm the only one reacting because I'm old. I get it. <laughs> hey man, there's a Michael Myers way uh, down like two roads over. Like that's where he grew up. From where I really? am right now, yeah, I'm not joking. Oh shit, that's crazy. Yeah, it's a very so it's a very very scar. So uh, it's Scarborough is where he grew up, and yeah. his type of humor is very like Canadian. people there will make that kind of sarcasm. It's not even it's Canadian, but even just down to Scarborough humor, where you're going, ah, that's funny, yeah. right? So it's yeah, it's you got to be here. You you wouldn't understand, and I know you want to be adopted, but you're not coming. So. <laughs> Jackson, if you're out there and listening to this, uh, I hope you've been well. I haven't talked to you in forever, so yeah. Um, I guess move on to question sure. three. Yeah, uh, which is favorite fish out of water? Crawfish. <laughs> That's... I'm a shrimp guy myself. Uh, mm. <laughs> Interesting pick. I'm gonna give Dino a heart attack. <laughs> Are mud skippers technically? Ah, goddamn! Yeah, that's <laughs> I that's a good answer. I, I love the mud skippers. I heard you like mud chips. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but like you brought up his examples, like my cousin Vinny, and uh, what was the other one? Uh, Twenty One Jump Street was it, mm. like the the more recent one with uh, yeah, help? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Just turned ten and. So much better than I remember. I don't know. Like I remembered it was funny, but I did not remember how funny. Yeah. I don't know. I, when I try and think of fish out of water movies, like nothing comes to mind. Finding Nemo. Actually, I, yes. Finding Nemo <laughs> is good, literally. Yeah. Me? No. Oh, you, oh, you know what? Yeah. You know what? Pleasantville. That's my Ooh, answer. Pleasantville. That's a good answer. Loved Pleasantville. Mad Max? The first one? Or technically all of them. Yeah. He's not like mm. anyone else. He just kind of shows up and then uh... technically it's it is. See, Fish Out of Water is very weird because there's also like 
you're seeing it from some an individual's perspective, but that doesn't necessarily make them the fish out of water. Like where, like my cousin Vinny, definitely that would be fish out of water. That makes sense. Yeah. But at the same time, it's it's tricky. I don't know. Like, well, what about you're just saying uh, Austin Powers? Yeah. Um, other examples here. Uh, totally a fish out of water. Mr. Deeds, mm, Crocodile, for time, Bundy, yeah. Thor. Um, oh yeah, Thor. I yeah, Thor, that. First Thor. Um, uh, Star Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy, technically. Yeah. See, I don't know. Like, I feel like they're so. It, it that's such a not broad term, but it's just the idea of like, from what perspective are they a fish out of water? Right, like School of Rock. Uh, big. Beverly oh. Hills Cop, yeah. uh, Iron Giant. Oh, Iron Giant! Brown Definitely, Day. I cannot help but cry almost. Some like it hot. Movie. Back to the Future, which we just mentioned earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Some yeah. like it hot. Oh my yeah. god, Ooh. that is, that should have been one of the favorite ones that we had. That's yeah. a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh god. I'm a man. He's like, that's fine. Yeah, ah. eh, nobody's perfect. <laughs> one of the best closing lines of all time. I'm. You know what? I'm going to go with Coming to America. Oh, good one. Yeah. I, yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> did you see the second one? Because I haven't. I, I did. Know. And it's kind of just retreading every joke oh, yeah. from before. So like Except an East Ventura 2, basically? Kind of. But then the costumes in that are so oh, yeah. awesome. And they got no awards recognition. I'm super pissed off. It's the same lady who did Black Panther. But it's like, oh. now she can go really bad shit. Mm-hmm. And people are wearing these like metallic thing bulbs on their heads with feathers and you're like okay <laughs> but the yeah, jokes are seriously it's like hey remember this well we're doing it again you're like oh yeah it's like you'll laugh but then you go you'll oh, laugh same, and same. yeah wesley snipes is there and he's really fun kind of want to spin off with him he is. he's 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 become an odd character hasn't he yeah but he's fun he... in the movie i'm saying but yeah yeah, but I, I, I don't know. Every time I see him, I'm like, what happened to that guy? It is weird. I don't know, man. I don't know what happened. Fight the IRS. They're going to destroy your mind, apparently. <sighs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, it turns out you do have to pay taxes sometimes. Some... It's ridiculous. Not sorry. He yeah. should pay his taxes. I mean, I don't know. I really liked Major League. It's my favorite baseball movie. Um, <laughs> take that field of dreams. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, I just, I get for 30, 20, 10, because we do what came out 30 years ago, 20 years and 10, go, 10 years ago. We just did Blade 2, like, I don't know, a month oh, or two ago. And yeah. I'd never seen it. And I was like, oh, shit, this was so much fun. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, you know, it's like, oh, it's an action movie, but it's also like very 2002 with like the techno music and oh, everything yeah. looks like the Matrix. And then then it, you realize, oh, it's directed by Guillermo del Toro because something really strange will happen. And you're like, oh, well, OK, then <laughs> that was unexpected. I did not expect that vampire's face to like break in half yeah. and have a predator face with a tentacle come out of it. Huh. Yeah. At the same time, it took the whole genre in such a weird way. You're going, wow, okay, this is insane. I love it. Okay, this is vampires now. Sure. Uh, hmm. I think I think that would I think that was the peak, and it started going downhill after that, right? Yeah. All right, best vampires. 
Ooh. That's a good question. Best vampires. Oh. All I can think of is like Dark Shadows, the Twilight series, Blade, and like not a lot Al comes to mind. Alucard from Castlevania. <laughs> the son of Dar Dracula. Yeah. Um, yeah, like because the, the next I'll, I'll wait on that. Mm, how about uh, I gotta go with Nosferatu because he just turned 100. Good for oh, him. Nice. Do you really? Yeah, Nosferatu, the original vampire movie. Just turned 100. I was also thinking for ensemble cast was uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, the movie, because that had like an incredible oh, amount of good people. Like Ian Holm, uh, Kenneth oh. Branagh, um, uh, was it Helena Bonham Carter? Yeah, yeah, Helena, Helena Bonham Carter. Uh, and as well, Robert De Niro was the monster, which you're like, what? Like, and he does a great, just an incredible job. But at the same time, that's also fish out of water kind of thing, where you're going, well, you see. It, it all comes together. <laughs> it really does, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I I don't really have a good answer for this. Um, well, Team Edward, because fuck those hairy little pussy dog boys. <laughs> <laughs> Interview with a vampire. Um, Lestat's pretty cool. Lestat is pretty wild. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta from that. Well, he was, he was until what's the other guy that took over? Is that where you're going, nah, man, you didn't do a good job. That's, yeah. No. All I'm saying is if a vampire can't make me hard, it's not a cool vampire. <laughs> That's just a weird No, thing. I totally agree. That's the point of vampires. See? That's the point. <laughs> yeah, point of vampires. Yeah, vampires just have to be sexy. That's. Yeah. Otherwise, well, yeah, how are you going to make more vampires? Thing where they suck your blood. Like, they can't just be like, surprise, and they take your blood. They... Yeah, exactly. They're supposed to seduce you. So you'd be like, hey, can I come in your house? <laughs> <laughs> do they do that little dance while they're standing at the doorway? <laughs> I don't know what kind of vampire <laughs> like, you guys hang out with. But... Caleb, take a whack at it. Go knock on your neighbor's door. Can I <laughs> it's like, do you... I'm not sure. Do you have to pee, or are you on meth? If you're like, hey... I feel like with his uh, painted pink eyebrows, <laughs> he has a better shot of shimmying his way in there going, hey, yeah. let me in. You, know? so you want to let me bite on your neck? That yeah. and the mustache, I think both of those things definitely will get you into... It's like carrying a ladder. People will just hey, let look, you in places. You look like you a prequel to Raising room. Arizona. Huh? <laughs> what? Like Nick Cage in Raising Arizona. You look like him, like, where they go, we're going to make a prequel. <laughs> Yo, Hollywood, I'm available. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right. Let's 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 do this last question, and then we'll uh, do our plugs. And this all right. All right. Best uh, way to ruin the worst movie by making it awesome. That was so long. Like, what makes a good bad movie? That's... Yeah. Um, what, when, I, when I saw the question, my first, like, answer or, like, knee-jerk reaction was something that becomes another genre. Hmm. Because, like, for let's take The Room, for example, the ghosts of bad movies. Meant to be, like, a romantic drama, it has become a giant meme and is hilarious. Whereas, I, don't, I don't think it gets credit for being ridiculously hilarious. You know what I mean? Like... Oh, hi, Mark. I feel like that's... But it's, there's an intent, right? The guy who made that... Yeah doesn't get the credit for it being hilarious because he didn't make it to be hilarious. You know what right. I mean? That's what makes it so beautiful though. Yeah. That was that, gonna be that's makes my it funnier. A good bad movie is like when they don't mean for it to be bad, like you can tell they tried really hard and they put their heart and soul into it, it's still hot garbage. 
Yeah, That's like it's different memory. between that and something where they try and make it bad. Like they try and right. lean into the memeness of it all, and it just yeah. doesn't. Because well, like mo- the po- movie forty three. Yeah, that's corny. Yeah, like it's like the worst. Yeah, most memes kind of happen by accident, right? Like like uh, Will Smith movie. slapping Chris Rock. The memes from that, like he didn't slap Chris Rock with the intent of me talking about old guy shit. Just gotta have it sometime. Oh yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's my guess. I, I'm gonna turn the light on because it's getting dark for a second. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm a lot with Caleb about they had to really try hard to be sincere and serious. Like mm-hmm. you have to be serious because no bad comedies are never good bad movies right. because they were trying to be funny and they failed. Yeah. Yes. But when something's really sincere and trying hard, like I'm thinking Steven Seagal at the end of On Deadly oh. Ground giving this long ass <laughs> speech about the environment and it's just won't just Steven end. Seagal. <laughs> just period. Yeah, Steven, Steven Seagal, Seagal is yeah. Saving the environment by blowing up oil wells. Good job, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have uh, have seen the the Tom Segura bit about yeah. uh, Steven Oh Seagal, yeah. Right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good. I don't know it, if it's, it's a classic. I'll send it to you when we're done. But like it's, okay. It's yeah. the fact is like Steven Seagal is out of his mind, right? Yeah. Like, okay, Diana, have you seen all the Steven Seagal movies like Heart, uh, what was it, uh, Marked for Death and mm-hmm. like all those, okay, which, yeah, which were peak Steven Seagal, okay? Yeah. Uh, and like, if you go back and watch them, you're like, this guy's nuts. Like, there's yeah. no, like, under no, you're watching going, you know what? We didn't have a lot of resources in the eighties and nineties. We did, like we had very low standards for a yeah. reason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're kind of like, listen, that guy is crazy, and it's only gotten like exponentially worse now in real life. And you're like, that's that. It's it's a great bit. It is. <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's a crazy person, compulsive liar who yeah. has a lot of mob ties. Like he yeah. he might just exist in movies. Because of the mob. Yeah. It's very strange. I don't know if you know this, but for the past 20 years, I've been a cop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh You know, it's, 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 it's incredible. But that's the thing is he's just insane, right? Like there's no rhyme or reason. And that's the same way. Yeah, exactly. So when one movie becomes another genre by accident, I think that's Mm. when you have a good, bad movie. Um, And you can tell when they try and do it on purpose. And it just doesn't. I feel like that's the easiest thing to spot. Yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. people who try, and I feel like it. it it's kind of sad at the same time where you can tell when people is putting their everything in it, and you're like, oh, you're just not cut out for that. Sorry. Yeah. Like it's just. I know you try. Like it's this. Like we. Everybody sees this in comedy too, where somebody's like, you can see them pouring their heart and soul, and you're like, hey man. That's not yeah. funny. Like it's a great story or something, but it's not entertaining. Um, no go, right? It's it's peculiar. Well, um, now we know. And Diana, thank you so much for coming on Generation Dan. Oh, thank you. That's good. We have one more question for you, but first, where can people <laughs> find you and follow you? Uh, they can find me on the Twitter at listeninerd, L-E-C-I-N-E-N-E-R-D, or they can follow my show, 302010 Podcast, it's 302010 Podcast, every single week, looking at all the movies and TV and 
stuff from 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago. Spoiler alert, two weeks. We have two different superhero movies that I never thought we would see. Sure. One of them in 2002, one of them in 2012. One of them involves a kid from Queens, and one of them involves assembling some guys. By the time this comes out, that'll have been two weeks ago. <laughs> okay, well, they can still go back. Yeah, yes, they can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, the idea that, fuck, the Avengers is 10 years old. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that well, gave me heartburn. That gave me heartburn. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> All right. Well, oh, my God, am I going to die soon? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Someone's going to punch you in the face and we'll kill you. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, you can find us at Generation Dan on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at Atlas Novak on uh, Twitter Instagram or follow my other show at Nexus at Night in that same place. That's a better trading card game. How about the rest of us? Yeah, I'm Dino Degenic Marvel. You can find me on uh, my own YouTube channel uh, where I have lots of clips of shows that I do and uh, live broadcasts as well as on Twitch and all sorts of places. So feel free to check it out. It's If you go to the YouTube channel and subscribe, uh, that's the best place to find all the new stuff that I'm doing. So, Well, I'm Caleb McDuff. I'm on Twitter at Caleb C. McDuff. Uh, if I ever get up to doing things, that's where you'll hear about it. Otherwise, I'm here every week on the Generation Dan podcast. Follow the show, all that good stuff. I don't think he's initial C. (laughs) (laughs) Caleb's C word. (laughs) (laughs) Like that seems more. It's a Zoomer joke. All right. So normally we have comedians on the show, but in your case, I I think we'll just ask what's the like most memorable thing, like thing that's happened during either podcasting or on the job. Ooh. um, Gosh. I, oh, okay, I got one. So for, I've had a couple different careers that have nothing to do with each other. And for a while I worked in corporate event planning for like big, big sales events. Kind of like I was talking about at the beginning of the show with like GE doing a big production about sand. Yeah. I didn't have any of that. Um, But like HP and companies like that, where they'd have like all their salespeople get together or they would have just a special event for them. And one of my jobs was organizing all the name tags. And uh, I saw a guy whose name was Manly Loving. Oh. And I was like, no way. And like, it became kind of the joke with like my coworkers, like, that's a fake name. That is super not. It has to be a fake name. A guy named Manly Loving. I don't believe it. And then. That sounds like Dino's male prostitute pseudonym that yeah. he has when he goes out late at night. And then the first day he didn't show up, and it's like the name tag is still there. And we're like, see, I told you it was a fucking fake name. And then he showed up and he looked exactly like I wanted him to look. He was like, I don't know, like a middle aged guy. He had not quite a Wesley Snipes thing going, but he was in like a really nice suit. Uh, Like it was a really nice, like Italian cut gray suit with like really shiny shoes. And he just like looked like a really cool pastor. (laughs) <laughs> and I was just like, hi, Mr. Loving, here's your name tag. Oh, my God, it was him. Like, he was a celebrity with the rest of us the rest of the time. Like, there he is. That's him over there. Pastor Manly like, Loving. Oh, that's your real name? Like, yeah, Manly yeah. Loving. <laughs> Look How him up. Like, or don't. Leave him just... alone. He's just some guy, but he just has that name. No, that de- that's definitely come up for me before. People are like, are you sure that's your name? I'm like, yes, it's my real name. Shut yeah. Up. Sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. That's you know what though, but yeah, manly loving, like how do you live up to that name? Like I don't it's like, tough. That, that is a very that is a solid argument for the whole idea of naming uh, uh your offspring and everything. Like there's there's certain names you should stay away from. Manly loving, I would have thought would have been one of them, apparently. Yeah. Imagine being named Manly Loving and having a micro penis. Dude, I hope not. Feels bad. May he yeah. do well endowed. What if he if he ends up listening to this podcast? That'd be hilarious. Uh, Yo, manly loving. If you're a well endowed, let's fucking loving. see it, buddy. Yeah, we have I don't to. think I don't think I'll do hashtag, hashtag manly loving with you. I don't think we should. Oh, at least no. man like, alone. <laughs> hashtag manly loving. Not. That's not necessarily our target audience. Well, you not mean that's that it not on brand? That, like. I mean, you know if, if we end you up saying it with that face, yeah. If we, if we, end, up, if we right. end up appealing to the LGBT audience, so be it. That's fine. Hey, well, uh, you know, we're not we're not uh, uh, bad people. Well, like for <laughs> for real reasons, not pretend reasons. Like we, you know, Atlas is a murderer. He killed somebody. It's oh just true. <laughs> it was one time. Okay. <laughs> now I'm like googling to make sure. Okay, <laughs> is it like really hard to find, or is he like really easy to find? I don't want people to bother him. But I'm not sure least... you want that on your Google search. History. Of course I do. But I love that Google asked me. Do you mean manly living room? I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that hey, means. Let's be honest. You can make it a lot more specific by saying Mister Manly. <laughs> Hmm. I don't know if that's better or worse. We're going to find Dino <laughs> Runner's going to play here in a minute. We better freaking relax. <laughs> I don't know if we can talk about this much more. I'm already seeing stars. I'll be honest with you. Oh, yeah. I'm having issues with... <laughs> we, should, we should probably sign off. Whether you're manly loving, a manly living room, or anything in between. Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Thank you. <laughs>